0: Welcome to a new episode of the Solo Female Traveler podcast, and today I am here with Danica Smith. She's a solo female traveler from Toronto, and she shares on her Instagram off-the-road hidden gems. Uh, also, she shares about real travel thoughts, which I think is pretty cool. And she likes to have deep, philosophical conversations about travel, and you are in the perfect place to do that. And. Thank you so much for being here, Danica. Thank you so much for
1: inviting me. This is so exciting. I'm very happy to share all my travel thoughts with you. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. Looks us it. So yeah, I, everyone, you guys have to check out Danica's Instagram. It's so cool. And all the things she she shared are like, are really cool and funny and real. For, like some, I told her, like, some of them are gross, but they are <laughs> really cool. Like, <laughs>
1: Yeah, I you would almost want one of those. Uh, what do you call them? A trigger warning for, <laughs> not not in a so serious manner, but uh, yeah. I mean, you know, some people don't really like that sort of thing, but it's an acquired taste, I suppose. Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean,
1: you... <laughs> I'm being honest, and that's that's the point.
0: Exactly. Yeah. That's what matters. So, mm-hmm. then again, what was your first experience with uh, solo travel?
1: So my first experience now. I'm not even sure I mean I left by myself I went to volunteer in South Africa in uh, 2016 it was right after I graduated from university now given once I got there I wasn't really alone but of course I went there by myself so I kind of consider that like my first solo adventure because I wasn't with any family or friends and it was it was awesome (laughs) I mean uh I packed way too many things, Uh, totally unnecessary. Like you realize when you compare like the way you travel like years ago compared to now, it's just like everything is so much more simple. Um, But I think what I really came to love from that experience of going somewhere completely new and foreign on my own was just a weird amount of shock and exhilaration, (laughs) kind of like you know, an adrenaline adrenaline rush, but for someone who doesn't like to skydive and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Um, so that's really what it felt like to me. And after that, i that was I went away for a few months for that trip. and then after that, I think I did a few like shorter trips. and then since then it's more like the lengthier trips where I go away for like months on end. <laughs> I know. That feels really good for me. but um, yeah, that first trip we just, it really opened me up to wow there's so much to see and you know going there on your own is something really special which of course we could talk about for ages about so i don't want to divulge into that on this question but um yeah my first overseas trip was to south africa in 2016
0: <laughs> fresh out of wow. uni <laughs> yeah that that's like you were to a different continent yeah and that is so different and far away <laughs>
1: Yeah, it 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 is really far. I guess when you think about the distance, but in my head, um, I've always one of my side passions is wildlife and and nature. And and most of the trips that I do, actually, I try to revolve them around uh, being in wildlife in the most nature settings that I can find. Um, And and that's why I chose that because I wanted to uh, volunteer on a reserve. So I was in the middle of nowhere, kind of um, around animals. That's what I wanted. So it seemed like a natural choice in a weird way for that to be my first um, solo thing. But yeah. Anyway.
0: So you said, okay, so you first drip after university, and because the others a because you went with uh, friends and family. So, how was it for you to be first alone after university in a different continent, different? Everything because South Africa is uh,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, luckily, like I said, I was volunteering, so I was with some other foreigners. So there okay. was there was some like a bit of a buffer, he would say, right? Mm-hmm. So it it wasn't so shocking to the okay. system. Um, but I think what gave me a lot of um, oomph to do it, I suppose, was just I had my last year in university was a little bit of like turmoil, like mentally for me not because of my studies, but just like relationships and other things that were going on. And it was, it was a lot. And at that point in my life, I was like, you know what? No, we're going to do something different. And that's kind of what happened with that decision. And, and, and you know, sometimes we do that. And I don't know if that's the best way to think about things, but it definitely, it gave me this, you know, urge to do something that was little bit scary and not something that I was used to and I yeah and and then I chose Africa that's what happened
0: (laughs) right do you think that it was a a a good decision
1: I think it was one of the best decisions I've made (laughs) (laughs) yeah for sure and yeah since then like I said I've done other many trips by myself and I mentioned to earlier like the book I'm writing was about a whole year that I spent away on my own and you know, having that first little taste, I think, is what gave me the um, power to do that next trip. Really, um, to be able to, okay, I can do this, yeah. <laughs> and it, and it's almost empowering, right? Being yeah. able to, you know, I can get myself from here to over there and live to tell the tale, essentially,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think it's important. For example, my one of my longest solo trips was was after my divorce, after a you know, long relationship. It was like, okay, mm-hmm. I feel that I, I need to find myself again. I don't know who I am anymore. So it's yeah. like, okay, let's just go. I don't know. For me, for me, was uh, Vietnam. It was Vietnam. It's like, okay, this is the farthest country I can think of right now. So yeah. So, so,
1: so. why not exactly. <laughs> just go? Yeah. I mean, I'm not to say that like going away solves your problems and yeah. I could spend a whole video on that because running away in that sense is really not helpful, but like for your, what you're saying, that situation, when, when you've come out of a bad place, it, it's almost like another version of creating a fresh start of yourself um, in a lot of ways. And it just gives you sort of freedom. And then you can build on that and bring it back home, if that makes yeah. sense, bringing that uh, empowerment back.
0: I agree with you. Uh, it's very empowering because also like comfort zone it stretches so much. Because you're doing all the things that you weren't doing before, like uh, being around a culture that you didn't know about, probably didn't know much about before, trying new food, trying new everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So for you, what has been a country that was like different in, I mean, I don't know if uh, shock will be uh, a good word to somebody or to describe it, but like, Mm -hmm. it's just like, wow, this is just so different from what I knew. And I'm just. I don't know. Finding so many <laughs> new things that ah, I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's a good question. And and I don't think culture shock is a negative thing at all. And like okay. I was saying, you know, you, that adrenaline adrenaline rush. Um, I, I think that that's definitely an addiction. Like that culture shock, um, is is a feeling that people either love or hate. And I happen to love it, which I think you do too, yes. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um, and if I had to pick huh I would say maybe Nepal Mm. maybe even though a lot of people find like before I've traveled to Nepal I was in India and Sri Lanka before that so you would think that those two would be more shocking but there's something about Nepal and I'm not even sure I can describe it um but yeah if Maybe it was because I spent a lot of time in like smaller village settings there. And it really was quite different to the societies and communities that I was brought up in. And it opened my mind to a whole bucket of things. Um, But for me, you know, (laughs) bathing in a river, um, you know, washing all my clothes by hand, um, you know, not having electricity. These were things that, you know the average friend of mine would be like i'm sorry you're doing what and going where where for me i was like yeah i do this and it was so exciting um so i definitely that culture shock hit me there pretty hard in a, a lot of times um but i i liked it and of course the toilets in <laughs> india are, are notorious that people talk about a lot and there's you know i i joke a lot that um you know, what, what's hard about travel or what's, what's the most useful thing you learn. And sometimes I tell people, well, actually, if I'm being honest, it's learning how to use different kinds of toilets because (laughs) I've been, and you can travel for like years. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, I, I was living in India. I spent time in Nepal and all of a sudden I found myself in Thailand. This was months, months, months later. And I'm in this, I'm in this hotel. I'm like, I for the life of me it was like shaped like a western toilet for the life of me I could not figure out how to flush this toilet (laughs) spend like 20 minutes in the bathroom being like all right I just found a bucket of water Just start dumping into it like you know this is these practical things that people don't talk about but it's kind of hilarious and uh, awesome at the same time
0: you know I think when when you're a traveler you should you one, one thing that you could add to, to your resume is <laughs> problem solving.
1: Oh, yeah. 100%. 150%. Yeah. Problem solving. Yeah. And this is something I write about too is one of the biggest things, biggest ways that you change after traveling, especially alone, is becoming adaptable to everything. I mean, like mentally to things, you know, what's all the things that are different around you physically right learning how to use different things like toilets of course you just you have to be able to like mold yourself into a way that's going to work for wherever you are so that's huge <laughs> that's a huge part of the learning process in traveling
0: it is huge it is huge seriously adaptability <laughs> is oh yeah is so important and I mean, and you need it in everything and everywhere. It's,
1: yeah, so. and and what I what I love about that is that that's something that you know it doesn't just apply to travel, right? You you apply to jobs, and they're like, who do they want? They want someone with initiative. They want someone who's adaptable. They want someone who can learn fast, right? Yeah. These are things that are are useful to every day back home or away. So, it's traveling teaches you a lot of great things. It is. I, <laughs> I wasn't I- very specific, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, no. Uh, it's actually uh, it's so funny we're talking <laughs> about this because I had a I had an interview a job interview on Friday and the interviewer was like so so you 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 have traveled right I was like yeah I've been to this 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 country yeah. she's like oh my god uh-huh. we need that like we need someone that knows different cultures we need someone that you know knows how to communicate yeah. with, with people from different places it's like oh yeah mm-hmm. I mean. Really cool because, yeah, you learned You learned learn about that. Yeah. And, and also, like, knowing a little bit of some culture. Like, for example, now you knew how toilets are in Thailand. And that's what I'm saying. it's about Nepal. So w- once but... you meet probably someone from that country, uh, <laughs> it will be easier to connect with them.
1: Yeah, for sure. And and I think that's a huge asset, like you're saying. They, they were probably impressed. They are like, okay, this girl's very used to dealing with different people. She's going to be able to empathize with them, communicate with them. That's, that makes a huge difference in, in workplace, especially now that, you know, every, everyone is so connected, people yeah. will be working for the same company, but they're in like five different countries or something. So huge, huge asset to, to many jobs, I would say.
0: Yeah. So there's something, another topic that I want to touch in that we, that you, it was very interesting that you said that, like how, like what you can learn and focus when you are focusing on other people. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about it? Yeah.
1: So, yeah, like I said before, uh, you know, it's kind of like a a cliche phrase in my mind, the whole find yourself, which I'm not going to say it's not important because self-growth is important. And finding yourself, it's a little bit bigger than than how it's kind of portrayed, you know, in social media. They're just like, oh, I'm just going to find myself on this swing in Bali or something. Now, given... I'm, I'm, I'm being a little bit harsh in some ways, but keep
0: oh, um, it real. But but
1: <laughs> but hear me out because there's more important things to learn that impact other people around you, like how you were talking about learning about different cultures. So my catchphrase here is, um, and people can go to my channel to to listen to me talk about this too, is not to find yourself. I mean find yourself too if you'd like. Not to find yourself, however, find out about others. Okay. Because obviously the point in well, not to the whole point traveling is to enjoy yourself of course, but if you're going to immerse yourself into a different culture and if if that's your goal, I want to be, you know, in some foreign place and learn all these new things, learn this new way of life. That is so much more useful um, when you put yourself into a situation and learning how to properly listen and absorb your surroundings and look at everyone and everything, not as judging as something that's abnormal to you, but just different. And the more that we travel with that sort of mindset, like I'm here to learn about you, then we better understand people in future settings too. You can wrap that back around to your job application, right? If they're expecting you to be able to communicate with people from different backgrounds or cultures or whatever it may be, if you're already used to being in a situation where, you know, your your purpose is to learn about other people, then you're already set for that because you've done it so many times, right? Um I hope that introduced that topic well, but um, that's that's what I think is most useful because yeah, finding yourself is maybe a lot of self growth, and maybe it helps you feel better about yourself, which of of course is is what. You, but I think also finding about others makes you feel better about yourself too, and it helps you become more compassionate and empath, uh, empathetic of other people, which helps everyone, which is even better. <laughs>
0: And that's right? what we all need more of, to be more empathetic. Yes, exactly.
1: Exactly. You know, and and I feel like that's that's what we should be doing anyways. You know, when we're traveling to other countries, uh we're there, we're a guest there, right? Yeah. You know, we should be there open to listening, open to seeing new things, rather than looking at something else and being like, Oh, that's not the toilet I'm used to. I'm not gonna use it. Um <laughs> if you're the one who's, you know, the foreigner, then be willing to change be willing to listen be wow. open minded yeah
0: i took so many notes for everything you said i was <laughs> <laughs> you know maybe we can put the
1: link to my to my video on this cuz maybe that'll be helpful but um I yeah it
0: yeah, I'm. I'm gonna leave, leave the link to your YouTube channel and to this video, and and you can yeah, perfect. All your media outlets. Yeah, yeah, because the the video, well, where I talk
1: about this and maybe a little bit more depth is you, the uh, and title of it is you know finding about finding out about others, not to find yourself. Essentially, is in the title, so it's, it'll, it'll be pretty obvious to find it. I hope. Yeah. Mm,
0: can can yeah. you share with us like a story that? to picture this idea yes yes for sure um so one of um,
1: my famous examples which I'll summarize because I talked about it in, the, in the video also uh when I was living in India I was uh working at a small school and I was living with two guys who worked at the school with me so we were um living a setting there, which seems intimidating to like move to India and and live with two guys, but it was actually so good. They are amazing. They're really good friends of mine now. Um, But that aside, um, one of the funny things and where I was sort of at this point of, wow, we, I really, you know, this is a chance to find out about others, a very practical thing. I, uh, I bought a bag of oats to make oatmeal in my, in the mornings for breakfast. And a few mornings, I'd ask the guys, "Oh, do you want me to make some for you?" <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, "Oh no, I'll just eat leftovers or whatever." But um, one of the first times that I I made it for him, I added a bit of cinnamon. Uh, I think I may I may have had raisins, a bit of brown sugar, which I don't know what your background is on breakfast, but that's pretty like common in like
0: yeah
1: uh, Canadian American culture, having oatmeal with like a sweet kind of flavoring, right? Yeah. So one of my friends, he took a spoonful and he was just like, what is that? I was like, what, what do you mean? What is that? It's like oatmeal. He's like, there's no flavor in this. And I was like, okay. So then he reaches into the fridge, he grabs, um, they, it's kind of just like a spice mix base, like sort of like, uh, a blend of spice. Masala gets tossed in a few chilies get tossed into the oats and then he starts eating. I'm like, wow, you know, wow. and I I thought at first I'm like, okay, at first in my head, I'm like, oh, that's a little weird. But then a second thought came. Oh, but is it? Later, I went to the grocery stores and I noticed that they have little pre-packaged masala oatmeal packs. Now, anyone Indian listening to this is probably thinking like, yeah, D, obviously we have that. But for someone from where I was from, we were like, our little oatmeal packs have, you know, cinnamon or sugar or, you know, whatever these cream flavors. It's it's not spicy, it's sweet. But somewhere else on the other side of the planet might be the opposite. So it's just, you know, learning about what is normal for someone else. That's all it's about, traveling.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I'm blown away right now. I don't think, I don't know if I could eat oatmeal with Masala. Right. And and you know, you think
1: you can't, and then you try it and you're like, oh, actually, this is a, this kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> and that even furthers my point because, you know, not until you're in that situation. And then maybe you bring yourself to try something different. Maybe you like it more. Maybe you don't like it, but at least you've tried it. Right. Exactly. That's what I think is the most fun thing about traveling is trying these new things, see if it fits on you well, and keep trying more because it's just exciting and it's everything's a learning experience Everything. and i like the food example of course because everyone can relate to food
0: <laughs> exactly yeah. yes 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 I, I remember when i was in indonesia i was i met uh, two guys i was traveling with them and they for some reason refused to try the like the uh, local food i was like, uh, why you guys are why out. exactly why yeah. why just to stay home then just stay home (laughs) don't even come here (laughs) exactly yeah Yeah. oh my god I feel that when you don't try new things when you're traveling you seriously you're missing out
1: yeah I I also agree with you the only exception to that in my mind is if I you know if you have a severe food allergy
0: oh yes then of
1: course you know that's 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 it but but some people don't like which is which is interesting like I I have met some people like like you've mentioned and you know to each his own if that's how they want to do things by all means do it but um I definitely think like one of the most fun things about travel is just you know try new things as often as you can right be it food or toilets
0: or (laughs) right yeah, no, it, it's for the toilet. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, I, you know, it's so funny, the toilet example, because I have had like really weird experiences with
1: toilets. Of course well. you have, everyone has, you know, every yeah. traveler, like I'm sure you have many friends that you've met and you all tell the same stories behind the scenes. No one tells the one stories. In- <laughs> you know it all it happens to everyone you know I have uh, one of my good friends um she's a super avid traveler too one of my best friends and and you know we always like every time I see her, it, it's like we somehow come up with this new long lost story of a toilet that you know we forgot to bring up years ago and it's they keep coming up these stories so everyone has them so gotta just accept it
0: <laughs> yeah exactly I mean and it's yeah a toilets are important part of life well important
1: part of traveling to travel comfortably you know if you go in with a little bit more of a like a warning and information definitely helpful I could have used many warnings and explanations but yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh yes
0: anyways but as we said that's part of the experience Mm -hmm. It you know it it also helps to stretch your comfort zone and now when you come back to your home country you're like oh my god I missed this so much (laughs) I'm so grateful for this beautiful toilet and yeah well gratitude is a
1: huge thing too right like you don't even like they say you don't realize what you have until it's gone obviously so you know you don't realize all the things I mean I when I talked about, you know, being in a place where there's not much electricity, there's, you know, no hot shower, there's all these things. Um, and you realize, Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I have it good. It's it's good. To, it's good to have those, those moments where you can actually how grateful you are, yeah. which, you know, traveling to places that are super foreign to you, you can do that in an instant, you learn really fast, and you become grateful
0: pretty quick. <laughs> And then if you can carry on, carry on that gratitude when you are back home, you're like, okay, I live in a mansion and I have, you know, all these amenities yeah. and all these things. And do you know what I think of almost
1: every time I, I use this washing machines for my clothes? Every time I go to do the laundry now, I'm like, oh, wow, what like, what a fine creation this is. <laughs> Yes. You know, all the times that I've spent like scrubbing, scrubbing, especially like if I had a really dirty clothes, it's like I'm out there for a long time. You know, I think in my normal like working day, I wouldn't have time to wash all my clothes. My god, so anytime I go to the washing machine, I'm like, Yes, Whoa. so nice. Yes, no, you <laughs> being no. grateful for being, just the little things, even like that, right? Well, I don't know, I'd say washing machine saves you a lot of time, so it's more of a big thing to me, but I think, um. I think in the end, you know, once, once you're, the more you find out about other people the more you expose yourself to all these situations that are new and maybe a little bit jarring at first, I think in effect, like you do find, find yourself after all, like I think finding yourself is kind of an actor after, after effect of throwing yourself into these situations because you're, you have to really analyze yourself too after looking at other people. It's kind of like a roundabout thing, but um, I think that focusing on other people is, should be number one <laughs> when we're in these situations and then focusing on ourselves afterwards as an afterthought to it.
0: you know what that makes sense? you know what, what I think that solo traveling and mostly to cultures that are so different from ours is, it makes you realize how much we, how much of a product we are of our environment, mm-hmm. and like how much of our way of thinking and let's say conditioning comes from from everything around us. So let, then, when you are like in this this new place with new people, new everything, you are like, okay, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna yeah, learn what, I, what I what I can learn and. Mm-hmm. and see how I can apply it to my life and and then yeah of course yeah and and I mean focusing on others and.
1: yeah and, and learning how to how to listen properly too um yes this is something I, I meant to mention but listening is a really good skill to learn when you're learning about others because listening properly is what I should have said there listening properly means listening without judging right yeah so being able to look at something okay is that weird no, is it not weird? <laughs> like I said, with the oatmeal, right at first, I was like, you were going to eat that spicy, but then it took me a moment. And then going to the grocery store and being like, Oh, that's not weird at all. I'm weird. <laughs> well, not necessarily that that I'm weird, but you know, being able to listen without judgment is kind of like a trained skill. I feel like the more that we put ourselves out in these foreign situations, the more we are used to looking at things without a judgmental lens
0: yeah right and I, and I think there was something really powerful that you said at the beginning mm-hmm. I was just like realizing that it's not weird it's different
1: yeah that's it you know and th- that's what I try and tell everyone I mean you, you could argue that maybe some things that some cultures do are maybe a little bit uh you know if we talk about uh human rights issues Okay, let's put that aside because, you know, there are some things that happen in certain places of the world that are really um, harmful to people and I'm not discrediting that at all. So in those situations, maybe whatever is weird is really weird because it's harming others. But how I like to put it is that if, if what you're looking at doesn't affect you or anyone else around you in a negative way, it's not weird. It's not wrong. It's different. That's it.
0: Wow, that's, yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. that's it. yeah. and and
1: you know I mean, if it, I think that we all feel better once we come to that realization, because that those feelings of you're weird, that's really heavy to put that on yourself and think badly of someone else. It doesn't make you feel good. It makes you feel bad. <laughs> it makes you feel like. Oh, I don't feel right here. I don't like it here. Those are all that doesn't put you in a good place. The more often that you can think everything is different, it's exciting. Even for for some of us that like the culture shock, of course, it's exciting. Um, but you know, when you look at it in a different way, a different perspective of openness, you feel lighter, and that's that's powerful. It makes you feel yeah. good. It makes you want to travel more. It makes you want to experience more because that's a good feeling to have.
0: It is. It is. It is. Uh, to yeah. me, to, me, it's been, to yeah. me, it's like an addiction. I just need to... Uh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Danica, I mean, everything you have shared with us, it's been amazing. And um, before I let you go, I want to ask you for a closing thought.
1: Always open to your closing thought. What's your question? <laughs> Name it.
0: <laughs> uh, um, just tell us whatever you want to share with us about anything about anything
1: about anything
0: yeah okay I think think you will do a great job because you have a great (laughs) way of thinking
1: (laughs) okay well just sort of segue from a lot of the topics that we just spoke about that that openness um and if all goes to plan this will be part of the main title in my book um that I'm writing the question when whenever you say something okay if if anyone out there if you go to bring yourself to wherever it is you're going, <laughs> when you see something that maybe looks weird or different, ask yourself, okay, instead of saying, why is something this way? Just change your thought process around and say, why not? Why, why can't it be this way? The second that you switch your your headspace around, you're totally looking at things from a lighter, brighter perspective, which I obviously said earlier as well. So why not? <laughs> everyone next time you think about your next adventure why not (laughs) that's my slogan it's my life slogan actually so that's what I want to share with everyone
0: (laughs) it's crazy like how it changes your your mindset right I was like yeah why not not? see
1: masala oatmeal why Why not (laughs) not? (laughs) exactly that's what I'm talking about (laughs) that is what I'm talking about
0: Wow. Okay, Danica, uh, can you please also share with us where people can find you? Yes. Your YouTube (laughs) channel.
1: Yeah, so um, my YouTube channel, my Instagram account, and my website are all under the same name. I like to keep it consistent. So you can find me uh, D-Overseas, so D-E-E and then overseas. Um, That's my Instagram handle and also my YouTube channel, D-Overseas and my website doverseas.com you can find all my blog stuff you can find some conversations similar to what we talked about today um maybe we can add in that link to the specific video i talked about if you want for people to have access to i can give you that um as well to share
0: yeah, yeah. no let's do that let's do that yeah <laughs> wow thank you so much danica and it was thank you, awesome to you. it
1: was so much fun and i an in honor to share all my thoughts with you so much fun